Okay, today's daf is daf samach dalid. Daf samach dalid in Ervin. <clears throat> Just uh, hear the background noise. Okay, here we go. All right, uh, we start. We'll start from. Um, Omalea Bail Rab Yosef. We just had yesterday that uh, if you're in a neighbor, if you're in a chaser with a goy, so the problem was is that several people the chaser you have to make an erev, and if the goy doesn't want to participate by selling you his rights in the chaser for that Shabbos, you're in trouble. So uh, Baya had an eight, so he had a, <coughs> his advice was that everybody should, all the Jews should uh, forego their rights to one person, then it's one person, one Jew against the Goy. That's a Muslim Shechicha that you should, uh, that everybody should give up their rights uh, for one person, and therefore the Rabbanu were not Gozer. Rabbah didn't like that idea. He said the better to do is to try to befriend the Goy, and um, and then uh, borrow from him a, a spot. You can you say, listen, you mind if I use your area for Shabbos, and then you're like a, an owner there, and then you can partake with the Erev on behalf of the guy's property. So, um, and then you put something down, then you're like his worker. Uh, like Mara said, he's like a schiro lakita, like his uh, regular uh, full-time worker or a seasonal worker. And maybe Roshmol said uh, that even if you're a worker of the guy, you can put your air there down because you also have rights. The workers also have rights. You know, they have a locker or whatever. They can put their stuff down. So therefore, you also have rights there. And then you... Uh, you can partake of the air with the other Jews. Amalea bias. This is where we're up to. Amalea bias. Rabbi Yosef. What happens? There were five workers, either full-time workers, part-time workers, seasonal workers, whatever. Did not do they also? You go too. If the guy had five workers, five Jewish workers, do they all have to uh, take a share? In other words, they all have to participate in the Arab because they all have rights in there. We're talking about not where they had their own rooms, their own apartments. If they had their own apartments there, certainly they have to. You have to partake with the rest of them. Otherwise, it's like one Jew who didn't partake in the Erev, and then he prohibits everybody else from using the air from carrying from their houses into the Chatzer. Uh, so here the question is, though, they all lived in the Goy's house. Uh, would, do they all have to partake? Or, like we said, it's a kula before we said, if you work for the Goy, then you can also, you can, you can, uh, you can make the Erev. You have rights there, and you put your stuff down, so you have rights just like the Jews. And therefore... That enables the Jews to make an Arab because the guy doesn't want to participate. But if you you work for the guy, you can use his chatzer, and then you're like you're you're in possession of the property. What happens if there's five Jews working there? Do they all have to partake? Is that you going to be that way too? We've said before that all the rules, even though Arab in general is a chumrah, but called the Arab and Lahakal when it comes to Shilas, Machlokas, and about Arab and we're Mako. Just like Avelas, things like that, 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 that you, uh, we, go, uh, we go by these rules of Erevin, we take the Kula, Halacha Kedivriya Mekel Be'erev. And uh, all rules of uh, Erevin are Lahakel, as we said. Rashi points it out here, the Chol Be'erevin Lahakel. We had the same Lashon before in Rashi, Chol Be'erevin Lahakel. And we had the same Lashon even in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, El, uh, um, 
So when it comes to, uh, yeah, in general, the Rabbana made a rule of Erevin, so you should, to be machmer on the Hilchah Shabbos, you shouldn't come to be over on a Daraisa. But within those rules, they went Lakula, either in a Machlokas, or when it came to getting out of a problem, like here, they went Lakula. So they said, even if the God doesn't want to partake, uh, if one Jew works for him, he can partake in his stead. But if you have four or five Jews, that doesn't mean that they all have to partake. We're not going to go to Luchumra. Even if one of the Jews who worked for him and lived in his apartment, the guy's apartment, he can also partake, and that's good enough. Kufam Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel, Afil Shev, Afil Shev, that's enough. Amr Nachman, Kamamai Hashmite. As Nachman said about that thing that Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel said, that's a great thing. That's a great, that's a great statement that you said. That uh, what? That even if uh, that even a, a worker for a guy uh, can partake in the air on behalf of the rest uh, on behalf of the guy, and therefore they're all included. That was a nice thing that he said. Another thing that Rabbi Yehoshua said, Rabbi Shmuel, another Allah has nothing to do with this, but it's just something that Rabbi Nachman commented about. Just like Rabbi Nachman's comment, oh, how nice that thing is. He said, Al a person became a little bit intoxicated. He drank a revius of wine. We wouldn't call that intoxication, but. Uh, he was under the influence of some wine. Um, uh, so he said, um, Nachman, lo So he said, and as Rabbi Yerushua said, if you drink wine, you shouldn't pass any halachas. You shouldn't, be, shouldn't decide any issues. You shouldn't rule on anything. Nachman said, lo That's not such a nice thing. And the fir- first thing Rabbi Yerushua said about this, he said, oh, it's a nice thing. Here he said, it's not a nice thing. Uh, why, how, why is it a not a nice thing? He says, the anakol kamadol shastino revisa the I don't have a clear mind until I drink. Uh, a revius of wine. As you're saying, if you drink a revius of wine, you shouldn't paskalach, you're a little bit inebriated. You're under the influence, he says. Just the opposite. I don't have a clear mind until I drink a little wine. I need a little drink of wine just to get clear, right? That's how, that, That's why I don't like what he said. Amalei, Rava, my time Rachel, why do you talk that way? This you like, your statement you like, this thing you give an opinion, this one you don't like. The one who keeps company with prostitutes, he will lose his assets. What do we mean by that? That's supposed to initially be we darshan it. Zonos doesn't mean literally prostitutes, but rather called Oma Shmua Zuna. Zunos is like an abbreviation for Zuna'e. Whoever says, Oh, this one I like, Zuna, this this Allah I like, and this is not as pleasant. Mabadhon Shatara ruins the honor of the Torah. Honi here means the court of the Torah. And it'll be forgotten. It is, it's not nice to say, I like this thing and I don't like that thing. It's not proper to say, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. I retract, I won't do it again. Rashi says, Osif, oh, usually means I retract. Okay, well, you already said it. Shows you when you said something, it's hard to retract an opinion, you can retract. But when you said something like a uh, like that, like wasn't a nice thing to say, well, you know, I take it back and it's a little bit late. But lo osif, but I won't do it again. Okay, so that was the story. This is brought down because Rabbi Shmuel said the thing about the Lakito and he said about the other thing, and Rabbi Nachman commented about that. But once we talk about this idea of drinking, if you if you're a little bit uh, drunk, that you shouldn't paskin. A famous halacha that a person who is inebriated or even just let's call it he's, he drank a little bit of wine. He's not drunk, but he's under the influence. He shouldn't daven. They misspell but if he davened, it's still a good tefillah. It's not a good tefillah, but it's tefillah It's still a tefillah. Okay, shikor if he's really drunk, he's intoxicated, he's inebriated. His, his uh, tefillah is disgusting because a person who's totally drunk shouldn't daven. What's an example? What do we mean he's, he's under the influence? He drank a little bit of wine and what is considered intoxicated? 
the other Ravava Bar Shumni, that was his name, or the Gears is Rabba Bar Shumni. Rab Nasher Bar Yirmiya Midifti is the Gears, so he came from those places, two rabbis. They were leaving one another, they were departing from another, Amabra Dinar Yufti, at the crossing of the river Yufti. That was the name of the river. There was a ford there or a bridge. Amr, Kol Chabminan Lehmer Milsa Loshim Let's each one of us tell the other person a chiddush uh, that you haven't heard before. I'll tell you something you haven't heard before. You tell me something I haven't heard before. You should only leave one another from a, with a dvar halacha when you part company from the other person. Because when you remember that divrator, you remember your friend. Right? We said that case yesterday, right? That if you you remember halacha that he said, you'll remember him, right? So one of them got up and said, "This is why we brought this down here because, like, uh, he he explains what the difference is between being, let's say, under the influence versus being drunk." If you can talk before a king or an officer, you know, if you can hold court, uh, you know, you wouldn't make a fool out of yourself, uh, you know, in in front of a judge or whatever, then that's considered just a little bit uh, intoxicated. But shikar, if you're really drunk, you can't even, you'd make a fool out of yourself, you couldn't talk in front of the king, you couldn't even, there's even in a place where you're making an effort to talk nicely, you're not able to person is a little bit under influence, but if he realizes his surroundings, he's talking to a king, talking to a judge, talking to a president, an officer, he'll make an effort, then he's, a, he's able to. That's the difference. Pasachinich, what was the other chiddush? The other, there were two rabbis here, they each uh, shared a halacha with another. When a person just falls into money all of a sudden, people get jealous. They give him an eye in horror. So what should he do in order to be able to maintain his assets? He should do a mitzvah with it. In other words, a person who got the nechassim of a ger, a ger died with no relatives, right? Everybody, every other Jew has relatives, but a ger uh, may have converted and not married and had no family. So when he died and he left assets, anybody could take his assets. So if this guy comes into his assets, all of a sudden, hey, where'd you get all this money? Look at that. He, didn't, he never even worked and he got all this money. So you should do a mitzvah with it like by Sefer Torah so that the rest of the assets will... Uh, uh, will uh, stay with you that they you know that they'll you'll be able to maintain them and the ayin hara will not uh, force you to lose all all these uh, this uh, <clears throat> this unearned gain let's call it so because of the schar you bought a sefer Torah this, this is the other halacha that he said even a husband who came into some money because he married well he married wealthy he should also you know do a mitzvah with it like by sefer even if you did you know, you happen to get lucky, you uh, bought the right stock and it went up, uh, you know, you bought Zoom and it zoomed up, you know, so uh, all of a sudden you made some money. Also, people will be, hey, this guy was nothing and now look at him all of a sudden, he shouldn't get an eye if you just found something in the street. All these are cases where a person didn't earn his whole life and didn't work hard for it, he just came into some money. So he should do a mitzvah with it so that the rest of the money should stay with him. I'm not doesn't have to even be a Sefer Torah. He can write a pair of film with it. He has to do some mitzvah with it. My car, where do you see the Pasuk? Pasuk says, Yisrael made a neder when they, uh, when they fought against the Canaanites. And they said to me, Rashi brings down the rest of the Pasuk. And I will, uh, make, I will give his stuff hegdish. As if Hashem give, makes it successful, I will give something to Hegdish. Because of that, their tefillah was heard, and they were able to defeat the Canaanites. So uh, this is all um, 
this is all, we had this discussion. Why? Because we incidentally mentioned Rabbi Yudav Shmuel, not only did he talk about the Lakita, about the workers of the Goy, in terms of partaking in the Chatzar uh, for Erev, but also the other thing that he said was that if you drink a little bit of wine, you shouldn't pass Gneshaila. Rabbi Nachman said, uh, Nachman said, that's not so nice, and this got us into discussion about drinking the wine. And uh, what's the difference between drinking a little bit and being under the influence and really being intoxicated? So he said, if you can hold your own in front of a in front of an important person, then you're not really drunk. And even though you shouldn't daven, but if you daven, it daven still uh, is uh, is a tefillah. Whereas if you're really drunk, then it's disgusting. It's an abomination to daven before uh, to da- to daven. Can't have proper kavana. If you drink wine, you did drink a little bit of wine, and you want to daven. So what should you do in order to uh, assuage the effects of the um, of the wine? You can either walk a mile or take a sleep, like we say, sleep it off. Let him sleep off the uh, you know the drunken binge, and he'll be fine. That's only if he drank revius. Unfortunately, also say revius here is not like our wine, where you could drink a whole bottle and uh, people can. And not, not feel drunk it means the revius of the undiluted wine, right? Which when you, you dilute it, like you know, three parts water. Uh, so the undiluted wine, a revius of that, would could make you uh, a little bit woozy. Let's say this this that we say that if you walked a mile or slept a little bit, that takes away the effects of the wine. That's only revius. If you drank more than revius. Certainly, that walking after you drank a lot, that's going to really knock you out, and sleeping will knock you out even more. So he's saying like this, that if you drank a Revius, then, you know, walking a little bit, walking a mile or taking a nap will, will uh, counter the effects of the wine. But if you drank more than that, it's only going to make it worse. So now the Gemara says, Is it really true that just walking a mile will take away the effects of the wine? Uh, long story here, listen carefully. Ramliel was, was riding on a donkey. He was walking apparently north from Akko to Chziv. was his student, was following him. Ramliel found some cakes or loaves, uh, pastries on the ground. He said, pick them up. He told Eloi, his student, pick them up and carry them. Then they came across a goy. Mavgoy. So Ramuel said to Mavgoy, called him by his name. You take the uh, the pastries, take them from Eloi. You take them. In other words, he told Eloi, his student, to pick them up. Uh, they shouldn't be, as we say, on the ground. And he now when he ran to the goy, he says, Goy, you, you take them from Eloi. But he called the goy by his name. Nitful of Eloi, so Beloy now gave handed over the pastries to uh, to uh, the guy to Mavgoy, and he said to Mavlo Mehechna, "Where are you from?" Mavlo Meheroshaborgnen. I'm from this uh, tent city over here, a little uh, city of huts. Omashim, what's your name? Mavgoy Shmani. My name is Mavgoy. Says Kumikirchem Yuliel Meom. I heard I saw Yuliel call you by your name. Had you met him before? Mavlo La. No, I never met him before. So Ramaliel miraculously knew the guy's name. And at that point, we learned three things. Number one, he was Machavan Baruch HaKodesh, that he, he was able to see Baruch HaKodesh, the guy's name. He knew who the guy was. We learned three things at that time. 
right? So, um, so besides the fact that he saw the Remuliel had Ruach HaKodesh, there were three things that he learned from our Remuliel's action. Number one, you're not allowed to walk by food. You know, it's, embar- it's, it's a busha, it's, busha, it's, a, it's a bizayon to have food sitting on the ground. You have to pick it up. But he couldn't eat it because he had assumed most of the people walking on the, on the road were goyim and it was pasakum, and therefore you couldn't eat it. It wasn't uh, what we call kosher. It doesn't mean it was treif like treif, but you're not supposed to eat it. So he says, middle of Sharla of Loyal Machidin allowed me to Haskus Pit and Shonachim Most of the go most of the passers by were Goyim. So he didn't he told the Eloy to pick them up, but he didn't allow him to eat them. He said, Give them to the Goy. It was right after Pesach, so there and he assumed it was a Goy's food. And you see that a chametz of an achri is mutter by na. What what I know did he get over here? He got the na of a favor because by giving to the guy, the guy will return a favor to him. So he's having a na by giving it to the guy, and you're allowed to do that. That's what we say. It's chametz shavra of a pesach is only if it's in the hands of the Jew. But if a guy owns it, like we sell our chametz to the guy, then it's mutter. Okay, those are the three things that we learned from Muliel's action. In addition to the fact that we saw Muliel had ruach kodesh, given when they got ba echad anidro. When they got to Chazip to that place, somebody said, oh, look, Ramuliel's coming. So somebody came to ask uh, Ramuliel, Hataras Nadarim, can you be matronetta for me? Omar Lezesh Imo, so he said to Ravaloi, Ravaloi was with him, he calls him Lezesh Ravaloi, Klum Shatino Ravias Yain Italki, did we drink? I mean, you know, we've been on the road, you know, they didn't have any water, I guess, or Diet Coke, so they said, uh, have we drunk uh, a Ravias of, of Italian wine? Omar Lohenya, we did. So he says, wait a minute, you know, if, if, you, if, you drink, if we drank, uh, we're not allowed to paskin. He wants me to rule about Taras uh, Nadarim over here. I can't sit in Kenya. So he told him, listen, follow us. We'll take a little bit of a hike. Until, until the effects of the wine will be worn off. And then I'll be fit. I'll have a clear mind. I'll be fit to, to paskin for you, the Taras Nadarim. So and he, and he hiked after them. Gimu Milan. Actually, at five, three miles, actually, Gila Sur, till we got to the height, the, uh, the height of Tsur. Remember, we had that before in the beginning of Erevin, that there's a place called Soma the Tsur. It's like a, a very narrow path, like uh, Karoa Edro, you know, like like uh, Shifto, like he goes uh, one by one, there's only a single path there, very high height. So they got to that spot. Kimon Shigila Soma Shultzur, once they got to that place, it's in Lebanon. Yerimuel Machamor, Remuel got off off his donkey, Minasatif, and he wrapped himself up in his talus for Yoshev. In other words, he sat down and he concentrated and he wrapped himself up in the talus for Yoshev, Vitlo Nidro, and he was Matur Neder. But Harbor Dvarim Labanabasha, we learned many things at that point from Yulil. Lamanu Shurvius Yanitaki Mashaka, we saw that number one, the Ravius of wine makes you drunk, and they had been on the road for a long time. So that's going to be Arkasha. They had been on the road for a long time. And we just said the Ravius of wine, if you walk a mile, that's good enough. Here he had walked a lot, plus he walked another three miles to, wear, to, to make the effects wear off. So that's one thing. So number one, we see that the Ravius of wine makes you drunk. For the Madner Shikar al we saw that also a drunk person should not, should not rule any uh, halachic decision. We also see that walking will counter the effects of the wine. For the Madner and we also see that when you break a netter, again, throughout Shas, especially in the Dharm, we saw it's really Sheino Matur Nadarim, right? This is not a farce in Dharm. Farce in Dharm is what a father does to his daughter until the age of 12, 
and a half, or what a husband does to his wife, he breaks the net of Mikan al-Aban, he only can do it during the, the, during the first 24 hours that he hears about it. Here we really, we really meet, but you find many times that the Lushen of Mafir and, and Matir are interchanged. Here we really mean Matarsandarim, that a Tamachachim does, where he's okay the net of Mafreya, he annuls the netter so that it never existed. Anyway, Laman Shein Mafir and Darm, low Rachov, you shouldn't, you shouldn't break a netter, shouldn't break somebody's netter, not riding on a horse, not walking, not even standing, Ela Yoshev, and sitting down. So you saw all these things from Malil. You saw that you know, he got off first, he had, to, he had to go three miles. So you see, number one, that Ravius of wine makes you drunk. And you see that you shouldn't poskin when you're drunk. And you see that walking, he says, let's walk a little bit to make the effects wear off. And you see that you should sit down when you break, when you break somebody's netter. So you saw all those things from Malil. Besides the other things we learned from Malil with the, uh, with the bread and picking it up and giving it to the guy. So it's Shemilin. But what do you see over here? That he had to go three miles. No. So what do you see? That he had to go three miles. One mile wasn't enough. So one answer is shiny eye and italki, the mashakit fei. That's different. He asked about Italian wine. Regular wine, the effect will wear off with one mile. Italian wine, they make good wine, strong wine, therefore he had to walk three miles. Okay. Ivram Nachman Ravua, Loshon Shashas Ravias, Avashasios Ravias, Koshkin So wait a minute. If this is stronger wine, so you've answered the problem of. Why is it only uh, supposed to be only a mile? Here he walked three miles. That's stronger wine. But if it's stronger wine, then walking should make it worse. That's what he said before. If you drink more than Ravias, in this case, like more than Ravias, you're more inebriated now. Or with the Italian wine, which is stronger, also the same effect. Certainly that walking or sleeping will make it worse. The answer is Rach of Shiny. Here, it's different because he wasn't walking. In other words, if he drank a lot of wine, more than Ravias, and he walked or he slept, that would make it worse. But up here he was riding. Riding isn't as bad as walking, so it didn't knock him out. Ah, oh, Hashdas Lachi, once you come on to the idea of riding, the original Kash we had, because you said before that if he had only a Ravius of wine, he has to walk a mile and that's good enough. So why over here did he have to walk three miles? The answer is he didn't walk here, he was riding. Riding three miles is the equivalent of walking one mile, and therefore it works out. Any of Nachman, Wait a minute. You say that you have to uh, sit down when you're uh, doing a satarim. But Nachman said you could break the darim whether you're walking, uh, whether you're walking, standing, riding, whatever. It's okay. He says, held that the only way for a, for a, a tar, in other words, how do we do a tarsadarim now, right? Erev Rosh Hashanah, Erev Yom Kippur, they all get together. You say, you know, I, I, I'm mischaret, I'm mischaret, I'm mischaret. But you don't have to look for really a, a difficult uh, reason. We, now we say, I have charat ahead, I know, and blah, 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 but we're not really even thinking about what we're saying. Ramaliel held, in order for a person to be matanetta, the the, for the rav to be matanetta, he has to really find a pesach for the charat. He has to find an opening. He said, had you known this and this and this, would you have made the netter? No, I wouldn't have made the netter. So if he, you know, so he has to think about it. So he's got to sit down, have, have a clear mind, concentrate, and say, let me ask you this. Had you known that this and this and this would have been the case, would you have made the netter? No. Had I, not, had I known that, I wouldn't have made the netter, and therefore the netter is annulled. It's like it was a mistake. The whole thing was a mistake. So, therefore, you have to sit and be careful and think about it. Whereas the other sheet, Rabbi Nachman, who said you could do it standing, sitting, riding, whatever, say, oh, you want to be matanet? Okay, a matanet. A matanet without any, without any excuse. My pesach, my pesach, my pesach, my pesach, my pesach, my pesach, 
we were talking about this whole story, how he's traveled with Revoloi, then he went up to, to, uh, to Chziv, and they asked him about Neder, and he was Matoneder, but the Pesach, what did he say? So he quoted a Pesach, the Pesach says, Yesh botu mekeres cherub, there's somebody whose utterances are like the piercings of a, uh, of a sword, but the words of the Chachamim will be a healing, will, uh, will, will, um, will be like a drug, a, a healing drug. What does that mean? Kalabota, whoever utters a netter is, is fit to be, uh, to be pierced with a, with a, with a, cherub, with a, with a sword, right? Why? Because if he doesn't fulfill it, right? Uh, because maybe he won't be Mekayim's netter. And uh, if he won't be Mekayim's netter, he's Roy to be killed. Had you known that it would be usher uh, to make a netter and you uh, misa, would you have made the netter? He says, "No, I wouldn't have known. Had I known that, I wouldn't." Therefore, he says, "The meaning the rabbi was matzah the netter that will heal the situation and that will be a remedy for him." So, lashon chacham is a mirpa is a, is a remedy. All right. This is we say that uh, you're not allowed to pass by food. If you find food on the street, you have to pick it up. That the young Jewish girls were not, uh, they didn't practice witchcraft, sorcery. When they, in the later generations, unfortunately, uh, it was rampant for them that they, uh, they were rampant using um, sorcery on food. Mavir, and you could pass by the food there because you're afraid that they have uh, instituted some witchcraft to the Avodah in those loaves or pastries. You can pass by complete loaves, complete cakes, because they practice sorcery with them, but Pesisen and Mavirim. So those you pass by, but if there were little pieces, crumbs, you don't pass by those. Those you pick up because they don't do sorcery with uh, small pieces of bread or, or broken pieces or crumbs. They don't do, on, on smaller pieces, they don't practice sorcery. The Pusik says, You profane me, allow me to my nation, with handfuls of barley, lechem, and with, uh, with bread crumbs. So you see, apparently, when he was cursing them out for saying, You profane with your witchcraft, you profane me. With 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 uh, handfuls of barley and pieces of bread, it's mashma that they did practice sorcery with even pieces of bread, and therefore you shouldn't pick those up either. He says no. The shakub grail. The sorcery is practiced only on complete loaves, but they the pieces of bread is what they took for their uh, for payment for practicing the sorcery uh, on behalf of the god. And Rashi explains that the uh, that the sorcery was for avodah zara. Rashi says the shakub last Rashi pesisa lechem lasus kshafim. Uh, <clears throat> because of the small piece of bread that you were paid for, you profane my name. You did this for the Nevi Baal, for the for the Sasami, in order to uh, to fool my people and others and to turn them away from Hashem and to turn them to Avodazara. At the top of Samachai, I can potter up everybody. I can cause them to be exempt from punishment, loss of lovo, because from the time base of Midrash until now, when there's no more atonement with Karbanos, I can also potter them up. Listen to me, hearken to me, 
O poor one who shuras velomiyain, and the one who's drunk without and not from wine. In other words, the uh, the burden of the exile and the troubles that we've gone through uh, cause us to be not only poor and afflicted, but even like we're drunk. We just our, our minds aren't clear, and because of that, we're put from punishment. You can't punish me. We're shogeg. We can't. We're not responsible for what we did. Shehain Shogagin is the Girsa in the Bach in Rashi. Shehain Shogun, they ain't a You can't, you can't hold us responsible for our sins because we're a Shogag. The burden of the uh, of the exile causes us to be in as if we were inebriated. Meisvei. How can that be? Shikro, if Shikro, if a person, even though he's drunk, Mekamek, if he bought something in Karamemker, if he sold something or bought something, if he bought something rather, or sold something, if he Mekamek, if what he bought is bought, he can't come back and say, listen, uh, I want my money back, I was drunk. That's the thing, you were drunk, you were smart enough to come in here and pay for it. Over Aver Shish Misa, if he did a uh, Navera that had capital punishment, Misa no so, you kill me. No, no excuse to say, when I murdered him, I was drunk. Um, Malchus, if he didn't have era that uh, have, uh, Malchus for Malchus also Kolshadavar, the general rule is he's like uh, intelligent in all his ways. He shouldn't daven because he can't concentrate properly, can't have kavana. So what do you see over here? How can you say that you're going to potter up everybody uh, from Din Lost and Lobo because they're going to be able to say they were drunk even though they didn't even drink? The burden of the exile. And the troubles that we've gone through have made us like drunk and we're not responsible for what we said. That's not true. You are responsible. The only thing is that we said, that's what we said before. We started off by saying that if you drink wine, uh, you shouldn't daven. If you daven, it's okay. But if you drink wine and you're inebriated, then it's like, it's a bizonion, it's a toiva. So, but, but the point is that anything, your actions, you're responsible for. So what Rav Sheshit, Mishim of Lazar, Ben Azariah said, not that you're potter from all Averus, in other words, for not having proper kavona. Hey, you didn't have proper kavona uh, when you davened, which you know probably applies to most of us. You didn't have the proper kavana. Well, you know the troubles that we go through potter us from being responsible. That that's only if you didn't become as drunk as Lot was. How drunk was Lot? That of course. Uh, they is the they committed incest with him and he didn't realize what was going on. became so inebriated like as Lot was, then you're putter from everything because you really didn't know what you were doing. You were totally drunk. So it's a question of how drunk you were at that time. All right, we'll pick him up here tomorrow, Hashem. Have a good day, everybody. Shavuatov. And good to have everybody back. Ephraim. Yes. Ephraim. Mm-hmm. That that was only the first night. Yeah. The first night drunk. The second night wasn't so wasn't so drunk, right? That's why he was held right. responsible. Yeah, yeah. Very good. That's right. That's why he was held responsible. Have a good day. Bye bye.